and welcome everyone to the Ian Hates Movies Valentine's Day special. Mm, hearts and flowers. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. Welcome, Kelly, to our Valentine's Day special. Yay! Can you believe it? We're doing a Valentine's Day special. Well, let's see. We technically did it last year, but it was just Deadpool. But that was pretty good, though. I'm just it, there was red in it. It's fine. It works. There was lots of red. <laughs> there was lots of red. There was a love story. It was adorable. There was a great sex scene with the insane. calendar girl thing. That was great. Awesome. Great giving and receiving in that particular scene. National Women's Day. Mm. Or National Women's Appreciation Day. Yes. Everyone should try it. You know, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say <laughs> that many men figure out they don't like that when they go to the doctor. Yeah, not even remotely the same. <laughs> How do you know? That's not everybody's had a finger in their ass. It's not the same. I don't know. If we started that poll, I don't know if that would be a resounding okay. yes. Standing starch naked in a doctor's office cold versus you being possibly tied down with someone probably going down on you and then seeing where it goes. The being tied down part still. Okay, well, I'll take away that. But blowjob into finger is not that bad. Or at the same time. Uh, uh, to eat their own. I was going to say, don't knock it till you've tried it. To each their own, we'll say. Okay. <laughs> See, what's great is we finally have a movie now that Kelly is an expert on. So I can't wait for her expertise to be shown throughout <laughs> this episode. I'm pretty sure, what is it? You're not considered an expert unless you're paid for it. So I think I'm still, well, no, because so I've gotten super tips. expert. So thank you for that. <laughs> just a side hobby. It's just fun all around. Comic timing, baby. <laughs> well, Kelly, we did tell people on the last episode of Ian Hates Movies that we were going to be seeing Fifty Shades Darker for this episode. Right. And I am going to apologize for that because the reason why we were unable to go see Fifty Shades Darker is um, unbeknownst to everybody, this podcast actually takes place in New England. And last weekend, we got a good two feet of snow. And my commuting to where we would have met up was not viable because the roads suck. So we are reviewing Fifty Shades, which came out in 2015. And don't worry, we still will be covering Darker at some point. And don't blame Kelly. Blame this horrible, horrible place in the United States that we live. Because that's really it. It's not Kelly's no. fault because she was the one who talked me into doing Fifty Shades Darker. Anyways, she's been talking about this for months and months. So right. It just happens, shit happens. We live in a terrible place that has terrible snow. My goal is to finally sometime get away from this place. <laughs> it just hasn't happened yet. Right. So barring um, unforeseen weather, it was a little bit more hazardous than necessary, even though, you know, risking my life or Fifty Shades Darker was on the bucket <laughs> list to begin with. Uh, we decided to go for one that's already been out, but we still think we can have a lot of fun with poking all kinds of holes in this movie slash horrible set of books holes mm. what i like to say though is since it is our valentine's day special it's just like a regular valentine's we had made plans and something happened that fell through and then everything's ruined so we had to decide on something else to kind of bring back together the relationship and that's what we did yes disappointment all around do you by any chance have any valentine's day stories any like bad valentine's day stories I actually don't because I refuse to celebrate this holiday in or out of a relationship. Interesting. Okay. So do you not celebrate Halloween then? Mm, I'm trying to see where you want to go with this. 
It is hard to tell what I do. (laughs) I do celebrate because obviously with cosplay, dressing up is half the fun of that. I mean, that's celebrated. But I think my problem with Valentine's Day is I'm not really a hearts and flowers kind of a person. I mean, if I can steal a quote is I don't make love, I fuck and I fuck hard. I don't make love. I fuck hard. Yep. Because that's how we talk in real life, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's all about the pausing and the emphasis. The emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, that too. Now, the reason why I asked about the Valentine's Day thing and the Halloween thing is because I kind of, I know Halloween has gone through this renaissance where it's an adult holiday now and everyone gets so fucking excited for it. I like Halloween too. I mean, I have bands that I love where Halloween is their main theme all the time. The problem I have with it is it's a made-up holiday, just like Valentine's Day is, where you have to buy lots of shit, but you don't get a day off. Okay. Like, every holiday where we get a day off, that's what matters to me. So I celebrate President's Day coming up way more than I ever would (laughs) Valentine's Day or Halloween. I need a fucking day off, and I will celebrate whatever the fuck you want me to. Interesting. If Trump made a day called Trump Day... And we got off of work for it. I think he was the greatest president of all time. Sweet. Yeah. There you go, Trump. That's how you get people to be on your side. That's how you sell. National bank holidays, which everybody gets off. Exactly. So anyways, that was my side thing. I did have a Valentine's Day, though, because I know you were going to ask me, obviously. We were going to have our back and forth. (laughs) My Valentine's Day. I've had a couple of good ones. So I'd love to tell, like, some great story, you know, some epic, you know, because I've told a few great stories on the show mm-hmm. i just don't have that great valentine's day one because they just end in a fight and i don't know why i'm still not actually sure why, why. Do you date crazy people because have you gone out of your way to even one recognize valentine's day and kind of celebrate it in your own way then why wouldn't they just be appreciative that you didn't forget like everyone else does oh yeah i never forget stuff oh no we know that <laughs> yeah that's never a problem <laughs> I think people would actually prefer that I forgot some things, but that does not mm. happen. No, I will at least say, you know, because I don't always get to say a lot of positive things, but I will say that I did have one girl who was great at Valentine's Day and she like took me out to dinner and she made all of these heart-shaped cookie bars. It was like a whole thing, like a whole container of them. And everyone knows I love cookies. That actually worked really well. I was very impressed by that. And I like that whole turnaround thing for Valentine's Day because I know it's not always true, but a lot of times the guy in the relationship buys most of the stuff. You know, he takes them out to dinner, he does whatever. And it's not always true. I'm prefacing that because there are plenty of people that that doesn't happen with. But a lot of times, at least in my past, that's the way it's been. So the whole turnaround on Valentine's Day was actually kind of nice, like a Sadie Hawkins dance kind of thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, props to her. That worked out very well, but there have been some other Valentine's Days that have not gone as planned. Uh, It's just another day for people to put pressure on coupling. And if there's already issues to begin with, then it just exasperates them and makes them so much worse if you're not not still in that hearts and flowers phase anyway. Mm -hmm. Plus, I also think like with relationships and anything more on a long-term basis is... It's sad that if you have to look forward to Valentine's Day because then it's, you know, he's going to be a pariah if he doesn't do something versus someone who actually wants to do stuff for you all the time and vice versa. I agree. And that's the thing. I'm with you. I think when you love someone, you do things for them all the time. And it's not a one day thing to show your quote unquote love. 
I mean, people have said it before. We're not breaking new ground here, but we're just no, having no, a no. regular discussion. Right. And look, it's too bad if we did have a sponsorship. I would love to talk about this one company that does those strawberries that are all covered in like icing and chocolate and like all that shit. Right, right, right. Because I sent that to my mother for Mother's Day once. Not Valentine's Day, people. Come on. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Come whoa. on now. Come on now. Hey, now. <laughs> for Mother's Day. And they look so fucking good that I wanted them. So I kind of want to order them for myself now. <laughs> and have Aww. some. So ladies, if you're, I know this is coming out a little late, but if you want to go ahead and send them to his work, he'll be, you know, over the moon. Oh, yeah. Because that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give people <laughs> my address and my work address. <laughs> just the work address. And you just have hundreds of chocolate covered strawberries. Ooh. Sounds great. I gotta be completely honest, it sounds awesome. <laughs> I think that's really all you get from Valentine's Day anyways, is the next day you can go to Target or CVS and get the half off candy. Oh yeah. Ooh. Mm. And then you're all good. Plans for tomorrow. Let me write this down. There we go. <laughs> yes, there are no major plans for Valentine's Day other than getting this out for everyone to hear. Well, of course. And that's really Because you are our Valentine's. That's it. Yeah, you're all our Valentine's. Aww. So nice. It's like kindergarten. Everybody get the card. I've been really trying, baby. Oh, yeah. Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. Groove with it, Kelly. Like I feel. <laughs> Let's get to the show. Oh, look at you. I know. I do a variation. (laughs) Since you played some epic Barry White right there. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had the balls to play that for someone in a romantic sense? So for people that know me and know the show, Mm. they know that this is not the only show that I have. Mm. I have Ian Hates Music. Mm. And on Ian Hates Music, I play hardcore, screamo, metal, post-hardcore, all the different subgenres of rock. So, Kelly, are you assuming that when I have sex, I play things differently than those genres of music? I think it'd be interesting for you to spice it up and change it up. My bands sing about love, too. That's not singing. Okay. Then you're off the show. <laughs> no, because it's so much more than that. I think it's a different skill level from how they perform. No. Plus, it's not. honestly, me being the ADD that I am with that particular music, I think I'd be slightly distracted. Then again, I wouldn't mind seeing you strip to one of those songs. I think it could be kind of fun. I don't know, Kelly. What tempo do you like? Because I'm pretty sure that the driving double bass oh is God. going to work very well in these types of situations. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting theory. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for a while now. Oh, he comes with ratings. Ooh. Damn straight. You need my references? <laughs> By the way, that needs to be a thing. There needs to be references when you date people. I think that I will absolutely, I will yelp the shit out of someone. I think that would be fun. When a relationship ends and it's mutual, then you can go ahead and get matching references. Yeah, but then it's from the... No, 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 no. I'm talking like, so, so so-and-so, you know what I'm talking about? So we went out on this thing, and he decides, hey, I'm going to surprise her. So we all get all dressed up, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm up for a surprise. And then, bang, midget clown wrestling. Not what I was expecting. You should get a review on that. Is that a reference to something that I'm unaware of? Because I swear I've heard something like that before. Just a personal story. 
that maybe that's the reference. Yeah, maybe that's the <laughs> reference that I'm referring to. It sounds like an awesome night. How are you um, not married to said person? Uh, and a horror movie writer too to to boot. See, total package. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I think that'd be anyway. very bad. I think that would be a terrible, terrible idea because even when you don't mean to piss someone off, you could still piss them off and then you're going to have a bad rating. Mm, then it's like that I Black guess. Mirror episode and I don't want that whatsoever. Well, no, isn't this more like Uber, how Uber drivers can rate you too? But that's what the new, for anyone who hasn't seen the new season of Black Mirror, I won't give anything away, but there is an episode where you rate people like Uber all the time. Yes, it's a hard... I wouldn't be able to live like that. I just wouldn't be able to do it. Interesting. So, yeah. So, let's see. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. So, I guess we should background this a little bit, right? I mean, I'm sure everyone knows, but there might be that pocket of people that have never heard of this whatsoever. But the background that I always love about this was this was written first as a Twilight fan fiction. (laughs) Erotic fan fiction. It's insane. That that's a thing, and then literally, allegedly, I have read, and I'm pretty sure it's correct, though, that the writer actually just took all the names out and put new names in, and that's the story that they went with. And there's three of them, I think? Yep. So this will be the first one. We were going to do the second, which is out now, and I guess the third one's coming out in February again next year. So we have lots to look forward to, apparently. (laughs) Years. Years and years of this. Now, I have not read the books, obviously. Kelly, have you? No. Okay. I think it's a question that many people have asked many times, so this also isn't new territory, but I am surprised of how popular they are because the writing is terrible. I have seen excerpts of oh, the no, books. Oh, no, no. Yes. No, the writing is absolutely horrible. And mind you, I'm not new to erotic fiction or like the Harlequin novels. She is not. But, yeah. But I think the problem is with this, it's for, it's... You don't see a lot of um, dominant and submissive in Harlequin novels. It's very much, you know, the princess in the tower or the rogue pirate. And, the, you know, it's all that very romanticized mm-hmm. versus there being like a predator prey situation. So then why did this one become so popular? Because it is unique in that regard, even though it is horribly written. Horribly yeah. written. Is that saying that that's what a large population of women want then? Yes, because speaking from talking with other girlfriends and other people in my peer group, um, we can't find real men anymore. Everybody's been raised by moms to be their little daughters. And so these guys (laughs) act like women and it's drama and annoying. And you're like, okay, so even if I wanted you to dominate me, you'd have no idea how. Because you're just not programmed like that. It's no offense to single moms, but you guys can't raise little boys. You do a horrible job. Speaking of hate mail, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's true. This is what I've come across. But here's the thing, though, too. Because we talked about this a little bit with the movie Blue Valentine. What's a real man, then? Why is dominating a real man's trait? Because you walk that very, very fine line of a man can get blamed for a lot of things sexually that would be considered something like rape. So how is someone supposed to walk that fine line between what you want and what the man thinks you want. You see what I mean? Like, that's a very tough no, line yeah. to walk. It's it's a very scary area to be in, especially if you don't know the other person well. But 
Yeah, it it gets an, it's it gets into a weird gray area. But There's, you did bring it, this up, so that's why I'm questioning. I know. That's why I'm trying to figure out a great way to respond to this and not have it be like just do it and see what happens cuz that's bad. Gather your thoughts, but that's the question that I have. I mean, that's kind of the way I look at it because look, for me personally, bondage and all that stuff is not my style. No, no, it's you're, absolutely you're not. a dominant person to begin with. That's Wait. not a question from you. Say I mean, again? just you're you're a dominant person to begin yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we get into your stature, the way you hold yourself, like there's no question of who you are. So that's not really going to be something that somebody's going to want to really push you for because you, you don't need to. You yeah. already that's already there for you. Sure. And I thought, and the way that you're taught technically is that that's a bad thing. Yeah. No. And it's been drilled into people. So now you know, and not that I'm just harping on the single mom thing, but. That's just it's we've created a culture now where men can't really be aggressive, can't really like they can't even go out. And I can't tell you the last time I actually saw a real bar fight that wasn't like, you're a dick. No, you're a dick. And then like they throw a beer at each other, like an actual bar fight. I have to say this because this is really funny because you and I did not talk about this. Uh oh, I had an incident like that. Holy shit. Did you punch someone? Because that's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say the name of the place. I'm not going to say the people that were there. OK, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Continue. But someone came up to one of my friends after I guess he had talked to a girl who apparently was with this guy. But of course, how are you supposed to know that? No, yeah, true. You're at a bar. And he came up very aggressively and he grabbed the back of my friend's neck as he was sitting down. Holy shit. And I happened to be standing there. And normally this stuff doesn't happen around me, which I think is very funny. Mm -hmm. But this guy, I guess... Thought I wasn't a part of that whole scene, whatever it was. But I ripped his arm from my friend's neck, grabbed him, and... <laughs> Allegedly. Continue. Allegedly. We kind of had a little stare down. I was like, you know you can't do that. Salt? <laughs> well, that's one thing. That's one thing. But yeah, I said something. And luckily for him, the bouncers came over very quickly. <laughs> And everyone, of course, was on my side, you know, the bartender and all that kind of stuff, because I didn't do anything wrong. No. But he started talking shit as he walked away. So I went after him. And that's when the bouncers had to come back again and go, hey, you know, you can't do that. And I was like, right. okay, I apologize. And that's the thing. They're just doing their job. Right. But that is exactly what you were talking about is you can't have those moments anymore in real life. It's just not going to happen. Like, I would get arrested if I did. And that guy, who does that? I've never understood people that would do something like that. And he'll never learn his lesson because no. I'm not allowed to knock his teeth out. Right. If I did. Which I also think needs to be brought yeah. back, to be completely honest. That's the people thing. People need to be brought down a peg or two because you're not all a unique fucking snowflake. Sorry. I would have destroyed him. And then he would have learned something. He would have learned that, hey, maybe I should be a better person. And then also remember that there are good people out there that protect people as well. Right. But see, that feeds into it, too. I mean, that's where the dominant comes into. It's I'm with someone who I know can defend me and protect me, too. He has the balls to do that. Like that plays into it. That alphaness needs to come out. And let me say this, too. I completely understand that if my friend had hit on someone who was with another person, if that Blatantly. guy, if right. that guy had come up when that had happened... And just been cool about it. Like, that's the thing, too. She obviously turned him down. She wasn't with him. Right. So what's the point of pursuing it? So I'm not even going to say that that he was technically wrong for a confrontation, even though I think that you should be 
you should be more confident in yourself that someone's not going to be able to take your girl, that kind of thing. Yeah, but see, this is a foreign thing for both of us because neither one of us does the jealousy thing. Right. So it's still kind of like, okay, so I don't understand. Like, we've got, I mean, not to rehash all all kinds of old conversations, but like the girls who are like, oh, you can't go to a strip club. Really? So you have no confidence in your relationship that you think he's going to sleep with a stripper. Yes. And by the way, he has no chance with a stripper. But that's cute. Right, right. Exactly. You have to... (laughs) Something has to be happening in your life for that to happen. No. But yeah, it was just funny that you brought that up. So I just want to say, like, I completely understand, in a way, that guy thinking he was being a man by what he was doing. But that's also the wrong definition of being a man. Like, if you want to have a conversation with someone, you don't wait until their back is turned. And then when they're sitting down, you make an aggressive movement to hurt them. That's fucking ridiculous. No, yeah, that that makes you a tool bag initially, no matter what. And absolutely, but I will say this: not that I'm even remotely defending this person, but he also might have been. She might have gone up to me like, "Oh my God, so and so just hit on me. Can you believe that?" And then if you don't do the right response, then she's just gonna be pissed at you because so and so hit on her. You know, so I'm. Um, there's a good chance that she could have been a douchebag too. So they tend oh, to go in couples. Absolutely, and that's so. the thing too. Look, he saved his dignity a little bit because I wasn't allowed to do what I would have done. Right. And I wouldn't have done said thing if he had done it in a right way. Because there is a better way. I shouldn't say right, a better way. If he had done it in a better way, there would have been no issue. Because I would have probably been like, ah, sorry, my friend's been drinking. He didn't mean to, like, whatever. Because that would have been true. Yeah. Of course he didn't know. There's no way that normal people are going up to other people and being like, oh, I'm going to take that girl away from that guy. I know it's Boston and it's full of frat boy douchebags, but <laughs> there are regular people out there that aren't saying that. Right. But that's what I got was here's a frat boy douchebag who thinks he can do something like that to people because you're not allowed to fight anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And I know it sounds Neanderthal and everything, but sometimes sometimes that's sexy. The... Hence fifty shades. <laughs> that's a possibility. But sometimes <laughs> also it's the only way certain people learn. yeah it's really it it's only that's the only way certain people learn and that's the problem that is a problem by the way you shouldn't have to learn that way but that's the way it is sometimes so anyway so yeah so it it, it breaks down it gets into that though it's one of those as women we don't see that anymore we don't see any like naked acts of aggression with you guys in between you guys like there's no fighting over each other there's no you know take it outside like there's that doesn't happen anymore so we really don't know if you know shit hits a fan if you actually will be there to help us or not but now that also sets up something a little bit scary as well there are times and you see it on sitcoms and you see it in movies sometimes where a girl will mouth off to someone she shouldn't be to test that kind of thing and she should be taken down a peg that's on her but still that's often something you know what i mean right. everyone's seen it in that kind of instance it's funny not really yeah no no no. that's one of the things where i wouldn't defend because that's like you're being a cunt yeah that's not a real defense no maybe you were wrapped up in the story i was saying but did you get to think a little bit more about what i was originally talking about yeah i mean it it plays into that it like i said it plays into you guys fighting with each other it plays into like there's just a certain cadence we want to see that you're confident it's a self-confidence thing too we want to see that you're confident inside yourself and being yourself and that, you know, you're not going to be walked all over either with, you know, people with work, with family members. Like when you know something's not right, as opposed to just bitching like a little girl about it, you're actually going to try to fix it, especially if it's a problem that you could probably fix yourself. Like that's a part of it. 
wear the pants. Like that's what we we want to see that. But isn't there a revolution happening right now where no, people it's not the 60s. But people will be very offended and I hate saying that, but people will be very offended by what you just said. Yeah, but that's just it though. Um $198 million box office US alone for 50 shades doesn't say that. You know what? That's the majority right. of women actually feel this way, but because it's not PC, they can't say that they actually it's like the people who voted for Trump. No one's gonna say they did, even though he's in the presidency because so many people voted for him. Sure. It's now, that kind of a deal. I understand. Because it can't be that women went to see that movie because that guy's really hot. Because no, I, not even remote. Okay, I'm just making sure. Hashtag not my Christian was tremendously trending back then. Okay. And it still kind of is. Because I would assume that when women read that book, they have their own, you know, if they haven't right. seen the movie, they have their right. own picture of their perfect guy maybe in that role. Right. Because I'm sure if guys read that book, I don't know why they would, but if guys read that book, they'd have a better version of the girl as well, because I think we've talked about this and beauty is subjective and it's based on every right. person. So I'm not going to call the girl in Fifty Shades of Grey ugly because she's not to certain people, but she is nowhere near attractive to me. Nowhere right. near it. She comes off overly innocent. And when you do that, you kind of come off naive and stupid, which isn't an attractive thing for me. Right. And it and is I... unfortunately attractive to some men. But that goes back for a long, long time. No, no. Yeah, that's true. I don't need to have a conversation with you. You're pretty. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. But that is not my style either. Unfortunately, no. as, long, as much as I'd like to be that character that is like, hey, you know, young and dumb. I love it. I just can't. I can't. But it's the whole McConaughey school girls. You know what I love about them high school girls? I get older. They stay the same age. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Yep. It's that mentality. Right? Yeah. I don't. Oh, lovely. I don't get that. But once again, Kelly, we are different so different from people so i'm hoping that's why people listen to the show sometimes is to get a completely different view of things oh yeah who really knows but so yes i guess we should actually probably get to this movie Yeah, a little bit sure why not a little bit so i do want to make fun of something first of all christian gray is a dumb name that's for one it's not the worst because it's not as bad as anastasia steel okay well you 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 okay so how about this? I want to, can you come up with better names? Yeah. Frank Johnson and poor name. Jamie Smith. I just right off the top of my head, there are two different names. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but they're not fantasy based names. So that's why that's like that. But that's that's in any kind of Harlequin. They always have that like Gregory blah blah blah. Like, right. you know, that's just how it is. Because no one goes by Gregory either. If your name's Gregory, you go by Greg. Greg, right. <laughs> yeah, no. There are no Bobs. There's no Ralphs. <laughs> just doesn't happen. I don't know if there are that many Ralphs anymore either, like ever. Oh, poor Ralphie. I know. There's Ralphie May, the comedian, and there's Ralphie from Christmas Story. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so that, that that's how those names. So I, I give them whatever when it comes to the names. I will say this. I do think it's funny that Honest Trailers did touch on that. And they're like, no, it's just Edward and Bella again, which is true. Mm-hmm. It's The names are throwaways anyway. With watching this movie since, I mean, the book was so horribly written. They, they did what they could with dialogue. It's one of those, you can easily probably put the thing on mute, watch the whole movie, and still get the gist of what's going on. Yeah, they're not having intellectual conversations. Not at all. Nowhere near a real-life conversation either. If you said anything... Of us. Okay, elaborate on that one. You never had contracts brought into a sexual relationship? Nope. Yep. <laughs> I wish. 
I think that'd be a great idea. Some documents if you want to just, you know, white some stuff out and fill them in. It just adds into that prenub conversation. I'm just saying, right? (laughs) It's an addendum. If you said anything that Christian said in a regular circumstance, no matter what, even with that conversation we had about men being men and all that kind of shit, if I said any of those things to a woman that I just met the same way that he does, without them knowing that I was a billionaire, which he is. Which is where you get the pass. Yep. They're never going to let me say that I would be arrested. Give me a for instance. And I'm talking about one, and I'm talking about their conversations in public. I'm not talking about shit that they talk about in the bedroom, because that's all kinds of fun weird. Oh, I don't remember what he said to her in public. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the girl would pick up the phone and call the police, based on what I said in private, if I was doing what he says in lines. You just have to swipe left, and it gives you emergency call, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Or the girl would just laugh in your face. Just you know, laugh. Be, I would love to witness that, actually. That would be fun for me, as a witness. I mean, you get into the whole serial killer thing when, you know, he's buying all this, like, rope and tape. And she's like, oh, my God. So are you, like, redecorating? And he's like, no. Yeah, I thought it was American Psycho. A little bit. Yeah. She's (laughs) like, oh, look, you're the perfect serial killer. And he's like, not today. I don't even know what to say about this movie. I really don't. I laughed. I will say this. Look, there are movies that you can put in categories of just atrociously made garbage and then movies that are terrible, but you can get humor out of them. And then there are good movies, and there are different levels, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually one of those movies. Now, it's over two hours long, so obviously a lot of it could be cut down. For it being two hours, though, they give you enough nakedy, enough nudity and sex nakedy. in this. They give you enough nakedy. nakedy. Like, I'm excited. Giggity. <laughs> um, gives you enough nudity for you to be like, all right, it works in that way. Just like... Just like Braveheart gives you enough blood and gore to be like, okay, it's a three-hour movie. I'm good because I still get my fight scenes. But if you don't find the woman attractive, then why do you care if she's naked? Because it's just tits and ass. Oh, see, but still, it's still not good. See, but that's special for you, though, because most guys are like, it's still tits and ass. Like, it doesn't matter because I don't have to look at her face but to I, do it tits and ass. But I was also, when I watched this, I watched this with an ex. Wait, 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 wait. Like, Please in, uh, elaborate. Was this, let's, honey, let's go to the movie theater and see this with me. Because this is something I actually want to gauge your response and see if I can get you to do. Nope. This was on Redbox. And I was like, I have to do a review of this. So uh, let's this watch it. This is your idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind saying that. Of course. I was like, I have to do a review on it. So let's do the Redbox thing. It's only, what, like $1.50 or whatever. And then we'll watch it. And look. Don't take that off as being cheap. I just don't want to give any money to this movie. That's Fair. the only thing. So, no, no, trust me, the majority of our arguments off air is about this kind of stuff. So it's totally cool. Mm-hmm. I do not like giving money to bad movies. That's my thing. But you even said this is bad, but there's still an entertainment level to it. No, there absolutely is because through most of the movie, I was laughing. See? I laughed out loud multiple times. Like, awesome. It's as funny as some other comedies. But they weren't meaning it to Going be Going for that. Yeah, yeah, no. Not at all. But the other humor that I sort of got out of it, too, was that with the woman that I was watching the movie with, she was getting a little bit upset. And not because I was laughing, but because she said she saw some of him in me. At the time of my life, because I was younger, I had this thing where I was very bad about people sleeping over. So whenever oh, that was only a couple of years ago, was it? Hmm. Yes. Interesting. I've come a long way, but no. there is. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like 
I don't know, sharing the bed is very difficult. So when I would go over to her house and we would do things and then she'd be like, so are you staying? I'd be like, no. No. <laughs> That's my bad part of being a guy is I don't like the staying over part. I say it's, it's partially a joke. But if I had to say like, hey, let's make a contract, it would be, look, if you set an amount of time that you want to snuggle afterwards, like I'm completely fine with that as long as I get to leave after. Yeah, but see, for me on this regard, it's not about snuggling. It's not about knowing that you're there. <laughs> That's not what it is for me. <laughs> it's because I'm probably going to want to pester you in like three hours because I'm going to be horny again. And it's better if you're here because then I can just kind of like roll three feet and poke at you and see where this goes. Well, for one thing, that should piss anyone off because there's work in the morning. It's all about priorities. Well, then have you. sex earlier and then you can no, have so sex I'm not again. I didn't have sex beforehand. I'm just, just what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're asking for a lot. You're yes. asking for a lot because people have to work. So I, sure, see, if you I start having sex at one... bitch about not having sex, and then it's right there, and then, well, then I got to work in the morning. Yes, they do. So that they can bring home the money to buy things for you. Valentine's Day, duh. Yeah, I'd rather have the sex. I think a lot of women would, but that's not often admitted. Hence, Fifty Shades of Grey made $198 million box office U.S., True, but there are lots of other bad movies that made similar amounts as well. For that kind of movie? No, that's what I'm saying. It's just I don't I don't know if you can necessarily make the correlation. Eh, I guess. Still. But So that's that that's my view on the whole I can't sleep over. And let me be clear about that by the way too. It has nothing to do with the cuddling and all that kind of stuff. I just don't feel comfortable when someone else is in the same bed as me. It's the same as like having roommates in college and everything where you had two people or three people per room. I also didn't even really like that. Like I like having the room and I have a huge bed for that reason, (laughs) but it's still, it never seems like enough space. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Awesome. But she was making a lot of points that led back to that and really nothing else because I would never say anything stupid. It was that whole, she was very focused on that. So struck a nerve and i was, I was gonna like, say out of oh, everything shit. else and i'm like there's nothing else christian gray related that that no, no i'm poor no. i have muscle you'll never <laughs> see him in a suit like it's just all that yeah. kind of stuff i don't yeah abuse women i don't act like a creep like all that kind of shit but you get away with that when you have lots of money well no yeah because you're not crazy you're eccentric don't have to work out don't have to do anything mm. all right let's get to this actual movie all right so it opens up where you're at house of gray which is apparently some large building in seattle um it's nondescript it comes off like it could be either some sort of conglomerate magazine or it it has that feel to it 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 reminded me very much of like a devil's wear prada situation because you have someone who's not dressed at all for which apparently she's going in to interview um the head of the corporation christian gray and she's doing this for her roommate who apparently has the flu or something you find out her name is anastasia everyone calls her anna except for mr gray for whatever reason he likes to use the full anastasia she meets with him in his office of course he's standing there um, demandingly i guess i'm not really sure strong and confidently but there's an air uh of feeling of stuck up to him or that he's already disgruntled and doesn't want to do the interview Mind you, as a side note, I don't know anybody who's going to college who can get an interview with someone who's running a corporation of that size just for a school paper. It's a college school paper, I guess. 
And apparently he is doing the commencement address for it for whatever reason. So that's probably why. Still, though, it's a little, mm, okay, a little more far-fetched for me. Sure. That's the far-fetched part of this movie. That's that's the part that I've, you've, I've lost the fantasy. <laughs> um, so she's more nervous than normal. You come to find out that she's actually a literary major. And like I said, she's doing this for her roommate. In walking into the office, she face plants because, you know, just proving clumsy nervousness apparently is has to be blatant. Women. Because, you know, I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Bitches. They sit down. She starts going over her little list. She has her face in her book, going over her list of questions that her roommate um, wants her to ask Mr. Gray. They have a dialogue where they kind of go back and forth and... He's kind of rude with most of his answers, but he keeps staring at her like he's trying to stare through her. It's not coming off as in, I'm enamored by you. It's, I'm going to see if I can melt you into the floor with my eyes. Is the way that he portrayed that particular scene for me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All this stuff is boring. Yes, all this stuff is very boring. Um, anyway, he walks her to the elevator. They have this back and forth thing. Um, she talks to, she gets home. She talks to her roommate about it. Here are all the answers. He actually ends up emailing and giving all the answers to the questions for the paper. Um, and then he keeps trying to contact Anastasia, either like, Hey, I'll do a photo shoot for the paper, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he's pursuing her and trying to date her to the point where he's gone to wherever this college is, which I believe is a couple hours outside of Seattle. And is stalking her at her work. But then they go and they meet for coffee or something, right? And he's just like, I can't date you. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm going to stalk you at your work for a couple times. And then when I actually have the balls to ask you out to Starbucks, three minutes into the conversation, you're like, I'm bad for you. We shouldn't date. Exactly. And she's like, um, okay. Next scene, it's her and her and her roommate graduating. And of course, what are you doing to graduate? We're going to go out and get bombed. And when they do that, she gets so drunk that she calls him. And he gets the great drunken message from her. Pretty much. And he ends up showing up at the place, even though she never told him where Where she she was. was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Homing tag. Little weird there, right? A little bit, little stalker-esque. Pretty much. She's way past where she needs to be. And of course, she throws up on his shoes. And the next scene, she wakes up and she's in a hotel room. And there's a little note next to the the bedstand that says, drink me, eat me. And it's Tylenol and orange juice. And she's like, okay. And she's trying to remember how she got there and all that kind of stuff. And then he actually walks into the hotel room. And he wants to know, you know, if she's okay, blah, blah, blah. And she's just kind of staring at him like, did we sleep together? What happened last night? Why am I here? Why didn't you bring me home? And he responds in in a way that's not the response you're expecting. It's, well, I brought you here because this way I know you'd be safe. But in a very kidnap-ish kind of way. Because she repeatedly says a number of times, well, I'm here with my roommate. Get me to my roommate. My roommate will bring me home. Right. And instead, he ends up pawning her roommate off on his brother. Mm-hmm spends the night with the roommate interestingly enough exactly now these are some of the best lines of the movie are coming up that just made ian giggle if i believe correctly (laughs) well i don't remember exactly what she said because the dialogue's so bad she said something where she's eating on the bed and Mm -hmm. he's like all the way across the room and -hmm. from what i remember he just all of a sudden swoops in on the bed and is like face to face with her and goes if you were mine you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. That seems way more of a threat 
than anything yeah. sexual. Yeah. Well, that's the punishment aspect of it. I thought this meant anal sex. That's where, yeah. <laughs> I've actually had that question from a number of other straight guys. We're like, wait, what is he talking about? Yeah. That's what, I mean, I think that's what most Banking. men's mind goes through. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, never mind. Yeah. No, no, no. And of course, she even responds with, like, what? And then he's like, so I'm going to go shower. And she's like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Mind you, he also sends his driver out and, and buys her all these new clothes because, you know, she puked all over herself pretty much. This is where he brings her. Does he bring her home? And does she, they end up somehow back at his, at his place at this point. They end up somehow they end up back at his house because he has some sort of reasoning for it because it, she's in the clothes that the driver bought. So and then he starts making these comments about, I do like you, but we need to get into the paperwork first. And he keeps alluding to this contract. Fuck the paperwork. Thing. He says that <laughs> a couple times, too. True. Even though he's trying to get her to sign the paperwork. Right. Um, so she's kind of like interested, but she's not really sure what he means by paperwork and all this kind of stuff. But then of course, she's also thinking this might be an NDA type of a situation, non-disclosure agreement, because he is a billionaire and he doesn't want all of his laundry aired kind of a deal, Sure, which is understandable. He walks her to the elevator and he does that, that line and presses her up against the elevator and starts making out with her because apparently he's not allowed to, he has imposed this rule where I can't touch you until I have you consent for me to touch you by legally signing the paperwork. He says something really weird. I forget. Is it now or is it later? Like Anastasia asks him, why are you trying to change me? And he says, I'm not. It's you that's changing me. And I vomited in my mouth. But you get what he's alluding to with that, right? That he wants a relationship. Not hearts and flowers, but the fact that he's extremely business mind and he keeps, he, like, he's not pushing this paperwork as hard as he normally does. And the fact that he actually is doing all these things that he doesn't do is a weird thing for him. Yeah, like, he gives the gifts, I guess, that he would give everyone pretty much. Like, right. she gets a new laptop, like, all that kind of stuff. But then Which also, he shows up when she goes and visits her mom, right? Yep. And that's not something he would normally do. And then he takes her out flying. And I'm doubting that he goes and does that with anyone else either. True. Yeah, the glider. You also find out before they get this deep into the relationship is apparently that she is a virgin and has never done this before. Now, this is where I think it's interesting because I don't think she had to be a virgin for this to still be a completely new experience for her because most people don't dabble in this type of a sexual relationship. That type of relationship, not that she hasn't had sex before. No, she's never had sex before. How did I miss that? I completely forgot about that. Because that's why he immediately is like, we need to clarify this situation. And that's why he actually has sex with her in his bed, which is his big no-no. You don't right. come into my bedroom. You do not sleep in my bedroom. That's my rule. It's crazy. Weird. <laughs> but, you know, it's a special occasion and taking the flower and whatnot. Horrible term. Hate that term. But that's why you have to give flowers on Valentine's Day. I apologize for taking them. Yeah, it makes game. sense. It makes so much sense. <laughs> It's like an Easter oh, bunny. And the eggs. Yeah. Totally get it. It yep. means Jesus. I get it. Totally. It does. But so does love. So does love, Kelly. And bondage. It's true. Well, that's how you're able to see God. That's why you hear his name used so much in these particular circumstances. Religious moving experience. So let's skip some of the scene by scene stuff. I don't know. Yeah, this is way too difficult to do a scene by scene because it's too damn boring. Like, it's And just... it's a long fucking movie, too. It didn't need to be that long. No. So... They keep on going back and forth. And the thing that I locked on to a lot was that he is technically changing the way that he normally is, but it is never enough for her. 
No. Ever. Yeah. No. She signs the contract, right? No, she never signs that contract. Oh, fuck. I forgot this movie. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I remember laughing at it, but there is no way I was going to watch it again, especially after I said I would watch Fifty Shades Darker. So there's right. no way I was going to add another viewing of this movie. But okay, wait, wait. So I, I'm forgetting. They had the conference the, room signing the where, yeah, right. where they're negotiating things. Right, but, but she doesn't sign. Okay, because she takes it with her, right? Right. Yeah, and then she goes to like her mom's place. To think it over. Yes. So she never ends up signing the contract, but she's always wanting more from him that he said he wouldn't give her. Yeah. And it's like she thinks she can fully change him, apparently. But that's always the thing that's weird about a relationship is why are you trying to get in a relationship with someone you have to change? Like, sure, there are little things, but this is like his whole fucking life. Yeah, that's that's what I don't really understand either. And the weird thing is, is she's still completely open to this submissive relationship because she allows him to try these. Like she willingly tries these things with him. Like she gets tied up. She gets spanked. He shows her the proper ways to do things and to be around him in his playroom. But then all of a sudden she rejects it. It's like you can't really have it both. Either you want to play the submissive game or you need to walk away. Right. Plus you, you don't get both. And it's one of those. And you get to date a billionaire. Where's your trade-off here? You literally bring nothing to the table other than the fact that he, for some reason, is intrigued by you. In all the sub-stuff that she's doing with him, like it's not even like he's doing the things you would normally see in a bondage thing. He is giving, yes, like, he's tying her up, but he's doing everything for her. Right. He's but that's not a power anything. control thing. No, trust me. It's a power control thing. Is it really? Thing. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah. And there's a whole other level of getting off when it comes to that. I do not understand any oh. of that. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm the one controlling whether you do get off or not. Like, I have that complete control over you. You're enjoying it, but I don't know if I'm actually going to let you get there or not. Or how far I can tease you and drive you nuts. Like, that's the whole power control thing. Really? Oh, see, yeah. my whole thing is... I'm going to see how many times I can have you get off. Like, that's my yeah, goal. That's part of it, too. You can do like, it both ways. Like, Kelly, I set the bar, like, 20 times. Like, just in one sitting. So, just putting that out there, you know? And let's just say I wow. never, ever fail from my goal. Interesting. <laughs> see? He couldn't even get through it without laughing. It's awesome. a comedy show. I'm trying here. I say that during number. sex, it's too. It's a nice round number. <laughs> And that's why he's Captain America. Yes, because I always put everyone else first. Literally, first. And you always have the shield on, because it's about safety, too. That is true as well. So what the fuck else happens in this movie? Yeah, pretty much. She's a cock tease, um, and they go back and forth and back. I mean, she becomes, a, she's actually a huge pain in the ass. This is very Bella in that regard, that you have Who's people that? fighting over you. And oh, the Twilight, Twilight? Oh, okay. All right. So we can see clearly where they pulled this from. Um, she just, uh, she becomes more of a pain, um, which is hysterical because that's, that's not the relationship that's been set up. I do find it interesting that she wants him to hurt her and then she gets outraged and storms off and that's how the movie ends. Absolutely. Yeah. And he didn't do nearly what he could have done in that regard, which makes it even funnier for me. So what does he end up spanking her with at the end of the movie again? It's a flogger. Explain to us novices what a flogger is, please. Okay. A flogger is sometimes mistaken for a cat o' nine tails. A oh. cat o' nine tails looks like a whip, but it's got Thundercats. nine tails to it. Flogger is shorter. 
it's probably only anywhere from five to seven inches long versus a cat of nine tails will be shorter. anywhere from three feet to four feet long. And usually the cat of nine tails also have knotted cord that okay. gives it an extra sting to it. Okay. So, and then also when you use a flogger or cat of nine tails, depending on how hard he hits, it actually covers more of an area. So then you're not going to have as specific bruising, but it's still going to sting just as much as if you use like a riding crop. Gotcha. And this is something people do. Yes. Okay. Trying to understand that. All right. Gotcha. Mind you, this is being used in a punishment context versus in a more pleasure oriented. Like this is this is a more punishment context that the fact that you've done something wrong and I'm correcting you versus bringing, bringing this into a bedroom situation where it's fun and rewarding for both. This is the other more extreme side to that type of relationship setup because it's not just if you bring in restraints just into a bedroom then that's just a bedroom situation that's not a lifestyle he's doing the full lifestyle yes this is more of an opening to what his life is like or what he wants out of this relationship this is what i know and one of the other things i wouldn't call it interesting but one of the things you do learn is that he has these scars on him right yes and she asks him where they're from and apparently what was it the first person he had sex with or one of the women that he had sex with at some point of his life, she was much older than he was. And she was the one who taught him this way of bondage and all that kind of stuff. She was a family friend. She was significantly older than him. It was a, there's even a Mrs. Robinson kind of comment to it. And he was initially trained as a submissive, as a sub, and she was the dominant. So now that has changed his entire life and sexual nature and all that kind of stuff so now she's latched on to that as in that woman damaged him right and he should fight back of what his nature is but that's a little tough too because if that's what he likes and that's what he likes but if he doesn't like it then he shouldn't be doing it anyways right and plus it's funny because that's how he was sexually brought into everything that that was his first sexual experience which is exactly what he did to her Like, if you're supposedly a virgin in this, and this is how I'm bringing you into it, then you're more than likely going to be trained to enjoy these things as well. So then maybe she, by the end of these books, becomes the dominant one. Oh, man. I just just put it all together. This is great. Ta-da! Ties her down and then makes her count, because that's one of his things, I guess. Makes her count as he hits her with that flogger six times. Yes. And she can barely handle it. Yes. But that's her proving a point to him that she can do it. But then at the end, she's so ridiculously pissed at him that that's when the movie ends. She just leaves in the elevator and that's it. Right. I think it's, yeah, it's you asked him to do this to you. And then the fact that he, one, does do it when you ask for it. And two, she even says when they're done, did you really enjoy that? And he's like, of course I did. That's what kind of flipped her out, too. But being the sensitive man that I am, I believe that's because she couldn't believe that he enjoyed inflicting a punishment on her. Onto her. But that's not what he's getting off on. With that mindset, it's not that I'm punishing you. It's that we have the relationship where you're allowing me to do this to the point where you actually even asked me to do this. And that's where that that mindfuck is that he gets off off on. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. See, none of this is my style. So. Yeah. It's not the pain. It's There's more to it. It's the control, and I am completely dominating you to the point where you even asked me to do this to you. 
See, my whole life, I have no control, and my whole life is mostly pain. So that's why I don't tend to bring that into a sexual relationship. Mind you, this pain part of it is the only time pain's actually really used on her. And this isn't part of bedroom antics. This is purely just that other side of this relationship. But I think she's connecting them. Oh, no, yeah. To her, it's all the same thing. And I think, in a way, he's still connecting them, too. Because that's why he has the contract and everything. It's for both. It's for pleasure and for pain. So I'm not necessarily sure that they're mutually exclusive. It's not about the pain, though. It's about you've done something wrong. We've already pre-set up the rules. You know the rules. You're the one who decided not to follow them. And this is this is how that works out. But now, is that not just a little conjecture from you for what you like experience-wise? Because I think it might be that he enjoys giving the pain as well. Well, yeah, because you set up rules that you know the other person's not going to be able to follow. But that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying, though. You're defending him. No, because no one held a gun to your head saying to sign this. You willingly entered into this. But and she that's didn't what's sign, fucked up. That's what I'm saying. That's what's kind of fucked up about this. Is that where this movie didn't make sense? <laughs> well, that's the reason. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> From the perspective who's played with these kind of relationships, that's where it's like you've lost it because you should have never done these extremes without having that legal representation anyway and being a billionaire who owns his own company he'd know that like that would not play into it but she is so wildly unattractive that there's something about her (laughs) that he just has to have it see that's interesting what is it for me i want to know from you what is it that's that's not working for you i was gonna say if we could have cast someone else if we could have cast your fantasy person from scream Would this have been a different relationship for you? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and I just don't behold that beauty. But that's what I'm saying, though. If it was someone that you found attractive, would you be able to play into this relationship more? I don't think so. I really don't. Okay. Because, yeah, even if you put Jessica Alba in there or something like that, I just don't see it changing my mind. Okay. So it doesn't matter the attractiveness level. To you, it's abuse, period. No, no, no. I also won't go that far as to say that because... Then that's condemning a whole sexual act. And really, the probably the only sexual act that I... There are two things that I probably condemn sexually. And it's more than... Let's take the probably out. One is rape, because I don't even know if that's really sexual. If you know what True. I mean? Like, yeah. that's more of a power thing than it is a, a sex thing. Right. But then also, uh, snuff films. It's probably the other thing that I would say I would condemn. <laughs> okay. Because technically, I guess that is technically sexual too, but then... It ends up being something way more than that. So other than that, I mean, if you want to do whatever, you want to get pissed on, you want any of that stuff, like that is totally up to you. But you got to find that person that also has that kink. And that's fine. Who's totally willing to be like, yeah, sure, why not? Put down the plastic, have a nice time. work. So I'm certainly not going to hold that stuff against it. People want to enter into that relationship where bondage is a thing and they're inflicting pain on each other for pleasure then that is your thing to do. It is just certainly not mine. Interesting. Now, being that you are such a person of principles, I'm going to... I am. I know, right? I'm going to give you a little example. Okay. And I want to see if this would sway you or not. I know it won't because you and your (laughs) principles, but I like to throw this out here. So you have that love at first sight that you say is real. Yes. I believe for me at that time. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you're with that person. It's been six, eight months. So you've been together for a while. This isn't like the second week of dating. You guys are actually in a committed relationship. 
and she brings up, I kind of want to try something. Could you tie me up? Would you say no to her? And why? Well, I will say one thing right now. I do not have a headboard. That's not necessary. Oh, then I forgot I'm talking to the master. I can explain. Trust me. You're like really, literally you don't use a headboard anyway. Uh, yes. Um, I think there would have to be some type of rules. I don't know if a contract would be needed, but I don't like the idea of that kind of stuff because if something goes wrong, as you mentioned before, I can be an intimidating person. I'm 6'5". I'm very strong. Uh, this is not me just saying these things. People don't normally mess with me. It would look bad if somehow a girl was tied up and something happened. Like, it's just, it's not a good place for a guy to be for that kind of shit to go down. It's the same as if a girl asked to be choked. That's a gray area. Because if somebody doesn't know how to do that correctly, it's all kind of, like, that's a, that's not, you don't ask a novice to do that. No, but it's also, I'm not even sure you should ask an expert to do that. Because so many things can go wrong. I don't know, I just, sex is such a great thing that this would sully the experience. I think you can give a girl a dominant thing without having to be tied up. Like, if that's the way the girl wants to feel, if she wants to feel dominated and that's the thing that gets her off and she loves that kind of thing, I think there are plenty other ways to do that. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, you can easily just pin them down. It's the same kind of a deal. Yeah, so there's different things you can do. And there's, like I said, there's still nothing wrong with it. I would hope that people wouldn't die from it. But you can look that up. There are plenty of people that that has happened to. And then that guy ends up being in a terrible situation where his life is over because he was doing something that the woman wanted. It was a freak accident. Yeah. I guess you can have a freak accident anytime, technically, but still. I don't know. I don't see the point. And still stroke out. Like, that doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's plenty. I mean, heart attacks during sex happen a lot. Okay. So if you're worried about leaving her tied up, would she be able to tie you up? Absolutely not. Why? Not even a chance. Why? Because that's a position that I never want to be in. See, now this is, we've, 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 we've touched on this. This is trust. Why can't you trust someone not to fuck with you? I don't know if that's fair. I think it's completely fair. You're trusting this other person to one, take care of you and two, to make it a pleasurable experience for you. Obviously I wouldn't say get tied up by some sort of vindictive ex. I'm sure that would go very poorly, very quickly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, no, it's not that I don't trust the girl because I would hope that if I was having sex with her, that I trusted her. Right. But I don't trust that while we're having sex, that she knows where all my weapons are, that if some intruder comes in, And now I'm all tied up that she won't be able to protect both of us. But if I wasn't tied up, I'd be able to get to some of my weapons. You see what I mean? So barring a zombie apocalypse, you'd actually be down for something like this? Which you never know when that's going to happen. So I prefer to not be tied up. Mm. I bet you did not think that answer was going to go there. No, I actually kind of figured you'd come up with some (laughs) bullshit answer like that. Yep. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. I just really yeah. don't. And I'm not talking about zombie apocalypse. That's definitely going to happen. No, no, yeah, that's definitely happening. But the whole, like, I want to say I'll try new things with a girl that wants to do said things. But there would have to be, I guess, no pun intended, but like a give and take. There would have to be something. Maybe I would put something on the table based on her putting something on the table. Well, yeah, it's a trade. But it just seems, I don't know, it seems not worth that. I don't... I don't know. I pride myself on wanting to give pleasure to women. 
but that doesn't mean I can do everything. I, I, I get that. I mean, and it's one of those things where it's not going to be fun for us on our end if we feel like we're strong holding you into doing something. Because if you look terrified or miserable the whole time, then that's no fun for us. And that's the thing. I wouldn't be terrified, well, but it's just, uh, I don't know. There are lots of things I'll do. Uh, being tied up or being asked to choke, it's not my thing. And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. Choking out, that's a pass. I'll completely give you that one because that easily goes wrong. So wait, have you actually had people ask you to do that? Yes. More than once? Yes. Wow, interesting that that's trending. Oh, no, I think that's like a normal thing almost now. And it's <laughs> kind of really? weird. Oh, yeah. Wow, interesting. Like I said, look. No, no, this no. Is this an, is not put down. Yeah, this is an inclusive show. Yeah. So yes. if you like that stuff, we're just saying our actual just opinions on it because, like I said, I don't care what you do. As long as you're not actually hurting someone that doesn't want to be hurt. Right. Yeah, no, no date raping. That's not what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. But like in general, it's just something that doesn't. And that is not why this movie is bad either. No. This movie is terribly written and terribly oh, acted yeah. too. Those people are terrible at what they were doing. Yeah, they. Yeah, it was not. It's really, really poor writing because it's. it sucks because this being brought to a mainstream idea for the BDSM community it was portrayed really, really bad. Well, I'm going to say this as something alleged as well and just my opinion based on this being a comedy show, but I wouldn't be surprised if the woman who wrote those books had never had sex before until she got tons of money and then I'm sure someone had sex with her. Gigolos. Yeah. Paid sex. Sure. Paid sex. Just by the way she described sex, yeah. it makes it seem like she has never had sex. Right. And once again, that's not a bad thing if that's if you're keeping... <laughs> You're keeping it together for We're something else. We're offending everybody now. <laughs> well, it's a fucking Fifty Shades of Grey episode. Oh, no, yeah. Like, what are we supposed oh, yeah. to do? It's fucking Valentine's Day, too. Like, every person I know, pretty much, is either in a relationship, married, has a kid, whatever it happens to be. Like, I know only a handful of people who are single. That's where we are in life now. You're the minority? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. My throat today. Weird. Mm. Um, well, why don't you tell the audience and myself, since you have dabbled and I would consider you an expert hobbyist. in the field. Yeah, hobbyist. There you go. What about it interests you? Um, I've played both roles and you get different things from each role. From a submissive standpoint, it's one of those you are giving that ultimate trust to this person and it also shows their level of how much they know you because they have to know how to play with you correctly for this to really work. So it's nice to see that kind of an interaction and that kind of forward thinking or progressive thinking of, okay, this is, this is the plan. We're doing it this way and we're doing it this way and we're doing it this way. And that's how this is going to progress. Um, on a dominant standpoint, we kind of already also covered this. It's not so much that I'm, I'm physically not getting anything out of it because that's not true. It's a total mindfuck for me. I'm in complete control of you. I'm going to let you get where you need to get on my terms and not on your terms. 
but not in a malice way in a, I'm going to see how far, how far I can push you. And with my, with my experience on both ends, pain was never, never really played into it. Um, it was, if anything, we used the same type of equipment, but it wasn't on a pain level. It was more on a shock level. Like it didn't hurt. Like it was more of a, <gasps> that kind of a sensation versus any type of residual pain. Hmm. Okay. So it's, it's, just, it's waking up nerves is, is the idea. Is that like your normal thing then? On is, Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, that's on Saturdays. In a relationship, like if you were in a relationship, earlier or later, or would it even come up at all? Honestly, it completely depends on the guy. Okay. Some guys you don't you don't really need that with. Others, it's something you feel like I could probably easily push you this way and see where it wants to go. And on the dominant side, when it comes to submissive. You already know with that person if that relationship's set up. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people first time us sleeping together and you clearly know what rule you are. Any preference on that then? I prefer the submissive because I am not a small person. I've never really felt um I've always felt dominant in, in my own role and it's fun as a female to feel like you're five two. And I don't ever get to feel <laughs> that. I never get to feel small. I never I'm never the I'm always the big spoon. Like it's that kind of, uh, it's nice to have that taken away and be put into that role. See, and I'm six, five and I don't feel like that at all. You're also a guy. Hey, don't, don't give me labels. All right, Kelly. (laughs) Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You go into any bathroom you want. That's right. Okay. I can see where you're coming from. I guess it's just not obviously what I feel. No. Yeah. But hopefully, that's a little bit more understandable for the listeners then. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like I said, with me with the submissive role is that I've never I've never had people not be scared of me. So it's fun when I find somebody who's willing to play with me on that level who isn't scared that I'm going to kick their ass. So that's kind of fun <laughs> to have somebody who actually has the confidence to be like, no, 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 you're going to listen to what I say. Like, I like that. Should we give out your your information so that people can get in touch with you? <laughs> At dominatrix.com. Yeah. Don't give them no. a plug. They didn't, they didn't buy any plugs from us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, about not needing a headboard, uh, the new thing, or just, well, it's not really that new anymore, is an underbed restraint system. So you uh, actually have to fight against your mattress as opposed to breaking your headboard. Oh, okay. See, I never yeah. understood the whole headboard thing anyways because it makes so much noise. And exactly. why do people even have them? No. Unless yeah, you no, 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 want no. people to know that you're having sex. Ew. Yeah, no. Under bed restraint system and then you can tuck it in to the mattress so then people don't know that you already have it pre-set up. Interesting. Yep. What is your... See, now I'm going into interview mode. So used to doing this on the music show. So what's your favorite tool then? I like being restrained. I like So is it up. handcuffs or is it actually rope or silky no. silky no, no, garments? No, no, that no, you, no, no, okay. No. That crap doesn't stay... No. So with the bed restraint system, you use medical grade restraints so they don't lose, you don't have any bruising. So it's what they'd use to ah, tie down crazy people pretty much. Gotcha. It's okay. that kind of stuff. Well, then that makes total sense. See? <laughs> See how that works out? I like being restrained. Um, I don't mind le- uh, light. I like, I like the crop. The crop can be fun. Yeah, I have no problem playing with the tools of the trade. That's fine with me. I, like I said, I'm not on a on a more pain mode so i don't do any of the wax i don't do any of that kind of stuff right um 
the different types of ties can be fun too. If you're if you get somebody who's actually good at a traditional tie, which is where you use the the silk cording and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. those also don't lose use marks. But there's you have to know someone who knows how to braid correctly. You brought up something I completely forgot about the wax thing. That's fucking ridiculous. No, yeah, I don't do that. I, I also don't do cold st- censorship either. No, nope. so I don't do the burning ice cubes or any of that kind of stuff. That'd no. be so fucking terrible. Yeah, no, I don't do that. This is basically turned into an Ian Hates Love episode. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's funny. Well, what's funny also is we literally told the whole story of this movie. I don't think there was any, there's no subtlety in this movie. No, there's it's no, pretty. it's just what you do is you laugh at the situations that they're in and you laugh at the ridiculous lines that they say. And we said a few of them. We're not going to do all of them because you can easily look those up. But it is just absolutely ridiculous how bad the writing is and how bad the acting is. And the people actually went to pay. Like, we were going to pay, obviously, for Darker because we're going to do a show on it. I think it's also women who are shy, who are interested in something to get their guy to do something like that. This is a way that they can be like, hey, so you know that movie we went and saw? Do you want to try something like that? Like, that's a conversation opener for them versus being, like, sitting at dinner and being like, so I need you to spank me and to, like, cry. Can you do that? Like, there's no way to slowly ease into that one. I don't know. I'd rather a girl be completely open then have to go through that kind of method to get me to do things like that. I, don't know. I feel like with dating with you, first dates, you just exchange resumes. This is what I'm willing to do. This is not what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm looking for. Well, I'm Here such an open person. Basically, people can use these fucking shows as my resume of what my Pretty life much, is. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You get the whole personality. You get the voice. You get the wittiness. You get the charm. All of that just from my. listening to these shows. It's out there yes. for everyone. <laughs> You think we've we done enough of, of the pleasure and pain for this Valentine's Day, yes? I think so. I think okay. people get it. I hope everyone's enjoying their Valentine's Day. Ooh. It's just laughable. But yep. who knows? Maybe that's your thing and you enjoy that and you have to wait for a day to do things. But that's just okay. not how I am with the relationship. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Traditional. <laughs> what we are going to do, though, is we still are going to do... Fifty Shades Darker, and that will yes. be fun because maybe I'll remember more of it. Yay! Yeah. Once I see it, I'll actually remember, but I literally saw that movie like over a year ago. I, I refused to watch it again. I refused right. to give them more money. Or if time. it was free, yeah, if it was on, I don't know, if it was on HBO, I would have just, you know, thrown it on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that many people who are listening to this show did not see that movie either. Yeah, I know. So they're just listening to us shoot the shit about it, and they probably are more interested in our talking about sex than they are about the actual movie. Weird how that works out. Tends to I will out. say this, though. Fifty Shades of Grey had a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Darker has a whopping 9%, I believe. 25 on Rotten Tomatoes. Very close. But yes, you are close. But yeah, I think 9 was Friday, and it probably went down, but I haven't bothered to look. Cool. Look, I saw the trailer for it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because there's someone with a gun. And then I oh, think yeah. I think the old woman who dominated him in his past, I think she shows up. And I don't know yep. what's... I, it sounds like even crazier than it was in the first one. So um, I, I have a girlfriend who's very much into the erotic uh, friend fiction, fan fiction kind of deal. And um, she went and saw it. She posted a little blurb about it. And she didn't think that they could have as much sex as they did in the first one but they've had even more so there's even more sex scenes in this one apparently other women getting naked hopefully or it's flashbacks Ooh. Ooh. and i believe the older woman is kim basinger huh okay that's funny (laughs) look 
here's the thing too is obviously it is nice to see some nudity female nudity female yeah in a movie that you're forced to go to see Mm. but i would like to remind everyone that there is such a thing called the internet and you can see any fucking thing you want at any time you can find girls that look like your exes you can find girls that look like major stars if that's what gets you off, you can easily find this shit. So that is not a reason for me to go see a movie. It's just if it's there and I'm forced into going to see the movie, which we're doing for the show, then that might make it a little bit better. But it's still not a selling point for seeing a movie. That's the way hey, I look at it. I feel like if it's going to be horrible, I need to see some nudity at least. Some side of back and forth. So wait, what did you think of his playroom? I felt like the colors really spoke to you. Was it the red and everything? Red room? Yeah. Like, I enjoy that. That's fine. But I'm not an interior decorator, so I also don't give a shit. (laughs) It didn't have enough band posters or flags on the wall for me. See, we didn't really see the ceiling, though. Oh, if I was in a room like that, I'd put fucking mirrors. You are a mirror person. That ceiling would be mirrors. But it's not for me. I would never look at... Like, I don't even look at myself in a mirror. I'm basically a vampire. But to see a woman from different angles, for sure. Like, that's just okay. a given. All right. What am I, crazy? So, really, you're a uh, so girl on top then, so you can use the mirrors. I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. And on that note, do you have any uh, final words? <laughs> <laughs> fuck the paperwork. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I fuck hard. There. Does that work? Perfect. Ooh. Well, tingly. I, th- <laughs> I think we are all done today. It's time to mop up, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Ring them out, hang them up. Kelly, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Uh, you can always find me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy. You can also find me on Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy. Any dom and submissive <laughs> inquiries can be made there. To Facebook. We only accept photos, so you're going to have to – it's a photo application process. Absolutely. And I seriously thought that when I asked you if you had any plugs, if you were going to go into butt plugs or something. My God. (laughs) Cool. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) Oh, we didn't get into ass play. That's a whole other conversation. Coming up soon on Ian Hates Love. (laughs) The darker side of Fifty Shades. Ooh. Well, that's what I thought they were doing when they said it's darker. Yeah. But um, all right. Well, thank you, Kelly. And for the rest of everyone else, you can support Ian Hates Movies if you hopefully enjoyed this episode. You can go to iTunes and if you like it, rate it five stars, leave a comment and or review, and we will read it on the air for a competition that we're having because we do have merchandise coming. So within reason, of course, I mean, hopefully it's something aimed at Kelly about being yes, her please. being her new dom something mm. but you can go ahead and do that we are also now on soundcloud as well and yeah we've got a lot of great stuff coming up don't forget about my other show ian hates music we're constantly putting out awesome content and having amazing bands on the show so you can find all that at www.ianhates.com like i said all the links are in the description of this episode So you can follow us on all the normal social media sites as well as listen tons of different ways, whatever makes you feel good. So Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone? All I can say is this movie's 50 Shades of Fucked Up.
bottom. There it is. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. No, I won't.